Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program, transcribed and presented by Lucky Strike. Lucky's taste better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky's taste better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. For Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, richer tasting, fine tobacco. Lucky's taste better, cleaner, fresher, smoother. Lucky Strike, Lucky Strike. This is Don Wilson. Friends, think back for just a minute to that last cigarette you smoked. Wasn't the taste of that cigarette the thing that you really enjoyed? Of course it was. Smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And many millions of smokers will tell you that Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. One reason is fine tobacco. You know, LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Tobacco that is light, naturally mild, good tasting. And another, Lucky's are made better. Made to draw freely. Made to smoke evenly. Made to give you what you want from your cigarette. Better taste. So for all the real deep down smoking enjoyment you want, ask for the cigarette that definitely does taste better. Lucky Strike. Get a carton and be happy. Go Lucky. Be happy, go lucky, get better taste today. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight Jack Benny does another television program with his guest stars George Burns and Gracie Allen. But right now we have a radio show to do. So I'd like to take you back to yesterday's rehearsal right here in this same studio. All right, boys, you can relax a few moments. Say, Bob. Just a second, Jack. I'll take these earplugs out. <laughs> there, that's, uh, that's better. Bob, look, at, I hate to keep picking on the orchestra, but can't you do something about the way they dress? Now, look at those red ties. Well, what's the matter with them? Nothing, but they look ridiculous without shirts. <laughs> and another thing, Bob, we just got to have a little more discipline around here. From now on, when we hold band rehearsals, I don't want the boys having guests up there on the stand with them. Guess. Certainly. Who's that fellow sitting next to Remley? Well, he's not a guest. Remley's handcuffed to him. <laughs> you mean he's a policeman? Yeah, and you better get used to him. He'll be with us for the next 30 days. <laughs> 30 days? What did Remley do? Nothing. He's just building up credit for the summer. <laughs> well, he'll probably need it. Now, come on, everyone. Let's get on with rehearsal. As soon as Mary and Dennis get here, we'll read through the scratch. Oh, Don, oh, and Don, when you introduce me on the show tomorrow, I'd like something fresh and topical for a change. I've got just the thing, Jack. I wrote it myself. Good. Let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the month of April. And although April showers bring May flowers, I bring you a man who looks like the last rose of summer, Jack Benny. <laughs> 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 
John. John. Laughing boy. Yes, yes, Jack. John, I've been called the last rose of summer before, but never by the pot. <laughs> what an introduction. But, Jack, I stayed up half the night writing it. Oh, you did, eh? Well, you should have stayed up the other half looking through the Help Wanted column. <laughs> or better still, Don, put in an ad yourself saying, Have Stomach, Will Travel. <laughs> now, let's get on with oh, this. Oh, say, Jack. What is it now? Since you brought up the subject of employment, I was just wondering, uh, well, it's probably just an oversight, but uh, I haven't received my contract for next season. Oh, well, you know how that works, Don. I can't send you your renewal until my sponsor renews me. Jack, this is the middle of April. Your sponsor has always had you signed up by the end of March. The end of March? Say, that's right. Yeah, they probably got behind their correspondence. Don't let it worry your little head. It's not my little head that's worried. It's my traveling stomach. <laughs> well, believe me, Don, there's nothing to worry about. I'm sure we're all going to be back together again next season. Anyway, I've been with Lucky's for 12 years, and they're not going to drop me now. That doesn't reassure you. You can all... Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Hi, everybody. Oh, Hi, Mary. Sorry I'm late, Jack, but I was having my hair set at Jean's. Oh, that's all right. We have to wait for Dennis anyway. Your hair looks very nice, Mary. Well, thanks, Don. They do do a good job, but I'm so mad at that beauty operator. Every time I go in there, she tries to talk me into dyeing my hair. Well, they're all doing it, Mary. What color does she want you to dye it? Oh, sort of a auburn, like yours. Like mine? Mary, my hair isn't auburn. What about the one you got for Christmas? <laughs> I bought that one myself. I thought I was going to be a guest on Life with Father. Say, Mary, isn't that the beauty parlor where all the movie stars go? Well, there sure were a lot of them there today. Barbara Stanwyck, Claudette Colbert, Jane Wyman. Oh, and Jack, I had a long talk with Alice Faye. Oh, Alice was there, too, huh? Yeah, she was waiting for Phil to get out from under the dryer. <laughs> oh, yes, Alice has to watch him. I remember once Phil fell asleep under the dryer and it shrunk his head. <laughs> hey, Mary, how is Phil, anyway? Fine. He was so excited. His sponsor just renewed him for next year. Already? We were just talking about that, Mary. Jack hasn't been renewed yet. Not yet? But it's the middle of April. They're two weeks late. Now, Mary, don't you start worrying. I think Jack should call his sponsor, Mr. Lewis, and find out one way or the other. Look, I'm not making a long-distance call to New York for nothing. But Mr. Lewis is right here in Los Angeles. I saw him on the street this morning. You see, Jack, he didn't even get in touch with you. I knew there was something wrong. Nothing's wrong, and there's nothing to worry about. Mary, are you sure it was Mr. Lewis? If you don't believe me, ask Bob Hope. He was with him. <laughs> Bob, Hope? They were arm in arm. <laughs> hmm. Don's right, Jack. Why don't you call Mr. Lewis? Now, look, I'm not calling Mr. Lewis and make a fool of myself. They probably mailed the contract and it's waiting for me at home. Gee, do you really think so, Jack? Certainly. Give me that phone. I'll call Rochester and find out. What a bunch of alarmists. Operator. Operator. Say, Mabel. What is it, Gertrude? Mr. Benny's line is flashing. Yeah, I wonder what young at heart wants now. 
I'll plug in and find out. Yes, Mr. Benny. Yes, sir, hold on. He wants I should get him Rochester. Oh, I thought he was going to ask you for a date tonight. Well, that's a good thing he didn't. Frankie Remley's taking me to the Coconut Grove. <laughs> oh, gee, that's a swanky place. I'd like to go, too. Do you think Remley could bring a friend? He has to. <laughs> he has to? I don't understand. When we get up to dance, you will. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad Remley's taking me out tonight. You know, Jack never spends money on a girl. Mm, I know what you mean. Last summer, he wanted me to go to Catalina with him. Well, that's not so bad. It's a beautiful trip to Catalina on the boat. What boat? When he knocked on my door, he was carrying a bucket of grease and two pair of swim fins. <laughs> know you have web feet. <laughs> now, look here, Miss Gertrude Gearshift. I'd rather have feet like mine than legs like yours. And what's the matter with mine? The last time I saw legs like yours, they were spinning in a rotisserie window. Of <laughs> <laughs> all the nerve, I never... Gertrude, my... Gertrude! I'm sorry, Mr. Benny, but the line is busy. Oh, well, keep trying and ring me when you get Rochester. You get the house, Jack? The line was busy. And for heaven's sake, stop worrying. There's nothing to worry about. Now, let's get on with our renewal. I mean, rehearsal. <laughs> now, first, let's take... Hello, everybody. Are we all here? Yes, and we've been here for an hour. Oh. Look, Dennis, every week you come strolling in whenever you feel like it. I don't understand. Why should 14 musicians, a sound man, an engineer, a producer, and people like Mary, Bob, Don, and myself have to sit around week after week Waiting for a stupid kid. Because that stupid kid is talented. <laughs> hmm. Jack, you're not going to let him get away with it, are you? What can I do? Stupid is telling the truth. <laughs> now, Dennis, if it's not asking too much, how about letting me hear your song for tomorrow? Okay, and I'm sorry I was late. Forget it. I would have been on time, but I got a speeding ticket for going 45 miles an hour. Oh. Boy, was the cop unfair. Why was the cop unfair? Well, how would he know how fast I was going? I ran over him. <laughs> Dennis, don't be so silly. If you ran over him, how could he write you a ticket? He had a paper-made pen. <laughs> now, cut that off! <laughs> Dennis, you're making up this whole thing, aren't you? Yeah, I had to have some excuse for being late. Well, that's the craziest one I've ever heard. Anyway, you're here, so let's have your song. Paper made ink is leaking. Not that one. <laughs> the one you're going to do on the program. Yes, sir. What an imagination.
how wonderful you are And why I'm so in love with you Love sung by Dennis Day. Very good, Dennis. I know it's going to sound beautiful when you sing it on the show. Don't be so sure. Why not? I'm having my tonsils out tonight. <laughs> tonight? Dennis, are your tonsils infected? No. Well, has your throat been sore? No. Have you been catching colds? No. Then why are you having your tonsils out? A doctor friend of mine is coming over, and I don't know how else to entertain him. <laughs> Last time he took out my appendix. Dennis. If he keeps coming over, there won't be anything left. <laughs> now, Dennis, I'm in no mood for these silly conversations with you. So why don't you just sit down? Oh, that must be Rochester. I'll get it. Hello? I have your party, Mr. Benny. Go ahead. Thank you. Hello, Rochester? Is that you, Mr. Benny? Yeah, Rochester. Was there any mail for me today? Yeah, quite a stack, boss. I was just going through it. Well, keep on. I'm expecting something from the American Tobacco Company. Okay, let's see. Here's another letter from the Edison Company, and they've enclosed that electric bill you owe. You mean that one for $7.42? Yes, boss. Why don't you pay it? Maybe you're right, Rochester. How old is that bill from the Edison Company? I don't know, but it's signed by Thomas Alba himself. <laughs> Gee, I owe him for some phonograph records, too. <laughs> what else is there, Rochester? Let's see. Oh, here's a letter on pink stationery. It's got a wonderful aroma of perfume. Perfume? Ah, does that smell good? Well, Rochester, who's it from? Who's it from? I'll see. Rochester, tell me, who's it from? It's an ad from the Vigoro Company. They always trick you into opening it. <laughs> well, I'll be darned. Rochester, is that all the mail? Yeah, were you expecting something else? Yes, I was expecting my new contract for my sponsor. I should have had it already. I just remembered. I saw your sponsor this morning on Wilshire Boulevard. Mr. Lewis, my sponsor? Are you sure it was him? If you don't believe it, ask Eddie Cantor. They were walking arm in arm. <laughs> but Eddie Cantor is a personal friend of mine. He wouldn't try to take my job. I don't know. He was singing. 
Canter is funny, he'll work for less money. Now's the time to make a change. <laughs> Look, you don't have to worry. Even if I lose my job, I'll still keep you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hmm. Bad news, Jack? Well, the contract wasn't there. Well, why don't you call Mr. Lewis and find out once and for all? Well, he's probably in his office at the American Tobacco Company. But, Don, I just can't come out and ask the man if I'm fired. What excuse can I give for calling? You could tell him you'd like him to hear the new commercial. We got a dandy. Hey, that's an idea. Don, you get the quartet ready. I'll put the call in. Are you sure that the commercial is extra good? Yeah, yeah, okay, come on now. Hey, fellas, watchman. Operator, operator. Yes, Mr. Benny. Gertrude, get me Mr. Lewis's office at the American Tobacco Company and be quick about it. Keep your shirt on. I may not have one. <laughs> I'll make it snappy. Jack, I can't seem to find two of the sportsmen. Well, find them, find them. I got the call in. I want to impress the sponsor. Mr. Lewis's office. Hello, is Mr. Lewis in? Yes, who's calling, please? Uh, just tell him it's Jack Benny, his number one comedian. You tell him he'll slap my face. Now don't be funny and get me Mr. Lewis. Don, did you find the rest of the quartet? Not yet, Jack. Oh, for heaven's sake. I'm sorry, Mr. Benny, but Mr. Lewis is very busy. Well, he's never been too busy to talk to me before. What's he trying to do, give me the runaround? Oh, I'm sure not, Mr. Benny. But on this trip, Mr. Lewis has been very busy auditioning. Auditioning? Oh, my goodness, he's got to talk to me. He's got to. My dear man, Mr. Lewis doesn't got to talk to anyone but Mrs. Lewis, and she's on the other line, so goodbye. <laughs> Gee, he wouldn't even talk to me. And he's auditioning already. Kids, this is serious. Kenny Baker was smart. He got out when the getting was good. <laughs> oh, be quiet. I just can't understand it. Yeah, after all these years, they drop you like a cold potato. You mean hot potato. If you were hot, they'd keep you. <laughs> Stop being funny. I gotta think. I gotta do something. Jack, Jack, I rounded up the sportsman. It's too late. Hit it, fellas. The keys taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Fellas, it's too late. The keys taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Don, it doesn't matter anymore. Find tobacco, richer, tasty. Fellas, find my sponsor isn't on the phone. better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Stripe, Boys, don't waste your voices. I'm, I may not be with them. Bob Hope might be with them. Thanks for those lucky strikes. <laughs> Look, fellas, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I said Bob Hope might be with them. Just try one and you'll see. Oh, thank you. Fellas, so I'm much. not sure. Don't jump to conclusions. Thanks for that better taste. <laughs> we hate to leave you, Jack. Don't worry, you'll be back. Boys, a show look, it might not be Bob. It's like an empty pack. It might oh, be Barney Dean. I don't know. So much. Well, I don't look at it. It might not be Bob Hope. It might be Eddie Cander. A lucky is fresher, a lucky is smoother. Well, it's not the time sure. to buy a pack. I'm not sure that it'll be Eddie Cannon. For real smoking pleasure, the smoke that you'll treasure is lucky striking back. Frank Renner, I don't know. See that fine and white tobacco, that's the reason. I don't know who it'll lucky be. Lucky strike is better tasting and so pleasing. Maybe Ali Khan, I don't you'll know. You'll be a friend, L-S-M-F-T. Now's the time to light that good old lucky. Be happy and go lucky strong. 
Don. Don, that was fine, but it's no use. Mr. Lewis wouldn't even talk to me. It's all over, finished. Well, Jack, it's still not definite. Not definite, not definite. What do I have to do, wait for Bob Hope to come in and grab the script out of my hand? You can all kid yourself. I'm calling some of my former sponsors. They'll take me back in a second. Operator, operator. Yes, Mr. Benny. Look, Gertrude, I have some important calls to make. First, I want you to get me Bill Kramer. He's in charge of Jell-O at General Foods. And then you can also get the General Tire Company and the Canada Dry Ginger Ale office. What is this, old homely? <laughs> Never mind, just get them. All right, hold on. Boy, will that Bill Kramer be glad to hear I'm available. When I left Jell-O, he was sick about it. I have Mr. Kramer's office. Go ahead. Is this Mr. Kramer? Yes. Well, Jell-O again. This is Jack Benny talking. Oh, Jack, how are you? Oh, fine, Bill, fine. Tell me, how are things gelling at Jell-O? Fine, fine. Uh, what's on your mind, Jack? Well, Bill, to come to the point, I think I might be able to arrange it so I can come back to work for you people. Well, I'm sorry, Jack, but we're really not thinking along comedy lines these days. We're going in more for a different type of programming, you know, music and concert stuff. Well, fine, I do concert work. You do? My violin. I'll come right over and play it for you. Mr. Kramer! Mr. Kramer! Gertrude! Gertrude, can you get my party back? I don't think so. He pulled the phone out, cord and all. <laughs> well, that's just great. What kind of a business is this? You don't work for people for years and they don't appreciate it. <laughs> Mr. Benny, I have your call to General Tyre. Hello? Hello? General Tyre? Hello? Yes? Uh, miss, this is Jack Benny. I'd like to talk to one of my nearest and dearest friends there. Is Mr. Randolph in? No, he's not. Oh. Well, then could I talk to whoever's in charge of advertising? Yes, I'll connect you with Mr. Hotchkiss. Go ahead, sir. Hello, Mr. Hotchkiss? Yes? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hotchkiss? This is Jack Benny. Uh, Jack Benny? Yes, I used to work for General Tire. Not since I've been in charge. <laughs> Look, Mr. Hotchkiss, listen to me. If you'd hire me, I'm sure I could give you a very good show. Uh, not a chance, Benny. We're putting our entire advertising budget into a much higher class type of show than you do. Oh, music and concerts? No, old movies and wrestling. <laughs> All the nerve. I'll never work for them again. Gertrude. Gertrude, where's my call to Canada Dry? I'm getting it, but it won't do you any good. Never mind. Just get it. But, Mr. B... Don't argue with me. Get my call. Okay. Go ahead. Hello. Is this Canada Dry? Yes. Hot kiss me, dear. <laughs> What? You wouldn't listen to me. Gertrude, you stay out of this. Now, let me get this straight, Mr. Hotchkiss. Didn't I just talk to you at General Tire? Yeah, that's right. Then what are you doing at Canada Drive? I got thirsty. <laughs> oh, fine. Anyway, I'm in charge of advertising for both companies. Goodbye. Well, Mr. Hotchkiss. Mr. Hotchkiss. Hmm, he hung up on me. 
I wonder who I should try now. Shall I call Hollywood 95264? Who's that? I don't know, but you may have better luck with a stranger. <laughs> Never mind. How do you like that? All of a sudden, nobody wants me. Where'll I go? What'll I do? Mary, Don, Dennis. Don't talk to me, you has-been. <laughs> oh, I can't understand it. I've worked so hard, I've been a big hit. Suddenly, when I'm in my prime, I'm cast aside like an old shoe. That's gratitude. After all I've well, done... Jack, Jack, look who's here. It's your sponsor, Mr. Lewis. Mr. Lewis? Hello, Jack. Mr. Lewis, how could you do this to me? How could you fire me when I've given Lucky's the best years of my life? Well, Jack... I've done great shows for you. I sold a product on the air. And in my home, too. I've done everything that could be expected well, of Jack, me. Jack... Maybe I've made some mistakes. But show business is in my blood. I can't start all over again. I'm 39 already. <laughs> Jack, but if you wanted a younger man, why didn't you say something? I can be younger, too. <laughs> Jack, and I'm not even so concerned about the salary. It doesn't have to be so big. Just so a little comes in every week. <laughs> Look at Mr. Oh, will you shut up? Huh? Jack, you're not being fired. I'm not? But the contract. Oh, that's just a formality with us. Here they are. I brought them over myself. Hmm. You see, Don, Mary, Dennis, all you wise guys, I told you there was nothing to worry about. Now, let's get back to work. Oh, uh, Jack. Yes, Mr. Lewis. Jack, I've got someone here I want you to meet. He's our new head of advertising. And from now on, you'll be taking orders from him. I will? Ooh, <laughs> Mr. Hotchkiss! Oh, no! Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back in a minute to tell you about my television show, which goes on immediately after this program on the CBS network with my guest stars, George Burns and Gracie Allen. But first, here's a very important announcement. It deals with the future of America. Folks, a depression psychology could produce seriously harmful effects, regardless of whether the economic trend is up or down. An appreciation by all Americans of the opportunities created by our nation's growth would stimulate a confidence grounded on the facts needed for action toward a brighter future. So please remember, the facts about America today are the best grounds for confidence in America's tomorrow. Thank you. I'll be back in just a minute, but first here's a word from America's foremost authority on etiquette, Miss Amy Vanderbilt. Some of my friends tell me that in my new book on etiquette, I was a little hard on smoking. Actually, I was hard on smokers, at least some smokers. I dislike thoughtless smokers. You know, the man next to you at the dinner table who holds his cigarette so that the smoke drifts into your eyes. I like considerate smokers. For instance, I like to know that my husband is considerate enough to carry my brand of cigarette. Lucky strike. In smoking, as in etiquette, it is, after all, all a matter of taste. I want a cigarette that tastes better to me than any other. That's Lucky Strike. Amy Vanderbilt is right, friends. Smoking enjoyment is all a matter of taste. And the fact of the matter is, Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. So, be happy. Go Lucky. Next time you buy cigarettes, ask for Lucky Strike. 
Lucky's taste better. Cleaner, fresher, smoother. Black and strike. Black and strike. Ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned before, George Burns and Gracie Allen will be on my television show tonight. And we think it's going to be a very... Excuse me. Hello? <clears throat> oh, hello, George. What? Gracie isn't at the TV studio yet? Well, where is she? <clears throat> you gotta find her. Without her, we've got no show. That just leaves you and me. That's like two Abbots and no Costello. <laughs> George, you gotta find her. Goodbye. Will Gracie show up on time for the television show? Will she come in late? Is she there now? Tune in and find out. Oh, goody. Now we'll get some mystery fans. <laughs> Jack Benny Show tonight was written by Milt Josephsberg, John Tackerberry, Hal Goldman, Al Gordon, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Marks. The Jack Benny Program is brought to you by Lucky Strike, product of the American Tobacco Company, America's leading manufacturer of cigarettes. This is the CBS Radio Network. KNX Radio, Los Angeles.